0: Well, it's like eight thirty, but rounding up, it's eight twenty three. <laughs> please, okay. Um in in podcast time, it's almost St Patrick's Day. I guess in real time, it's also. I mean, it's always St Patrick's Day in my heart. <laughs> like, shitty American St Patrick's Day or Irish St Patrick's Day? Like the the deep melancholy of not being in Ireland. Uh, that's Saint not St Patrick's, Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. That's, that's how I that's feel just every St Patrick's Day. <laughs> At the rate we're going, it's gonna be like nine o'clock when we're done recording. We're not gonna talk about St. Patrick because fuck him. I don't know if, if you guys know this, but the snakes in the St. Patrick story is just a thinly veiled way to say pagans. Yeah, so it, fuck him. It's a metaphor, just like the rest of the Bible. Actually, I don't know if that story is. St. Patrick Bible, wasn't but. in the Bible, but okay. In most in most religious texts. Let's we'll broaden a little bit. Boy. The book of saint stories that I read when I was in school. We are not doing much to endear ourselves to God, who is mad about this podcast, are we? And this is probably why we've had so many issues recording, and probably why I got COVID right as I was supposed to be editing the Donner Party episode. <laughs> That's why that, we were supposed to come back a full week earlier. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we just want you all to know, it's it's been a month. It has been a month since he re-recorded. Yeah. Very good. Um, okay, so, instead of talking about St. Patrick, I'm going to tell uh, you guys a leprechaun story, even though delightful, they don't really have anything to do with St. Patrick and are more just like, they're Irish, Patrick is Irish, we're Americans, let's drink. Um, <laughs> so yeah, leprechaun's not uh, really associated with St. Patrick's Day in any way, shape, or form. But let's, let's do some leprechaun history facts i, I am uh, i gonna get a quiz this feels like something no you would quiz me on no um are you kidding i barely wrote this thing. um <laughs> i am getting over covid sarah i i was not judging i was laughing because i understood <laughs> so the original irish name for leprechaun is god help me lobeyer uh, fuck oh boy lobeerson leprechaun leprechaun it sounds it whatever the pronunciation is. It is close enough to our current pronunciation that they made the change at some point. <laughs> Actually, I'm sure you could Google that. But tell your story. <laughs> so the original Irish name for leprechaun is is a word that is a, probably pronounced closer to leprechaun than it looks because it looks like loberson. Generally, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry to all of the Celtic people. <laughs> Gaelic is Gaelic is hard. Like. When I study, I'm sorry, I'm going to be this inseparable person, but when I was studying in Ireland, we like the first month there, we were like, oh, you can take like weekly Gaelic classes and like we can learn Irish. And like I went for the first two weeks and then um, started drinking and stopped going to class. Um, but that's the Irish way, <laughs> though. <laughs> but it was hard. <laughs> you passed. Also, like weekly classes, you got to go more frequently than that it doesn't work. Anyway. The the word means small-bodied fellow. Lovely. Very, very on point. It is very on the nose. Um, leprechauns were thought to have lived in the fairy rings and fairy houses of ancient Ireland and have been referenced in ancient Irish manuscripts as far back as the 12th and 15th centuries. Which I'm realizing I said ancient. That's kind of pushing <laughs> it. Would you consider the 1100s ancient? Not... Technically, but emotionally. The old Irish manuscripts in the 12th to 15th centuries. So uh, the concept of the small-bodied man has <laughs> been around for a while. The Dandy DeVitos, if you will. <laughs> oh, now, now I'm just going to picture Dandy DeVito. Good. Thank you. This is probably going to ruin this for everybody else, but whenever I think of the word leprechaun, before my mind goes to uh, the small man um, in the, the leprechaun film series, uh, Warwick Davis... Um, I first think of a cutaway gag from Scrubs, where it was Turk dressed as a uh, I, leprechaun. I have a mental image of this. I don't know any context, but... It was the episode with Colin Farrell. Um, someone said his Irish brother stopped by. Colin Farrell was on Scrubs? Yeah, and Turk was like, Irish brother, or Irish brother, and then there was a cutaway gag. Anyway, so I picture... Donald Faison. (laughs) Full grown man, Donald Faison. Do you ever think about how, like, in the early 2000s, Colin Farrell was, like, a hot mess express, and now he's... I don't know, did you see him, like, shove someone out of the way so he could help uh, Jennifer Coolidge up the stairs at the Golden Globes? God bless him. (laughs) I would, too. Let's be real. Um, Okay, so, although today's leprechauns are um, depicted as male with ginger hair... Wiry beard, little green coat, top hat, you know the drill. The leprechauns referenced in old manuscripts often wore red and came in two flavors, with the female leprechauns known for luring unsuspecting men away from their homes for, for adventures. Yes. <laughs> Despite being heavily associated with gold and riches, traditionally leprechauns are depicted as shoemakers and cobblers, which I I did not know up, well, up until I oh, yeah. looked it up. I think I've, like, known that vaguely. Shoemaking is apparently a lucrative business in the fairy world, however, since each leprechaun is said to have his own pot of gold, which can often be found at the end of a rainbow. Actually, they probably didn't make the money themselves. Uh, leprechauns first became associated with gold through an ancient story, and the source I had said ancient, so I'm gonna... S- emotionally. <laughs> it's emotionally, it's Emotionally ancient. ancient Irish story, which over the years has turned into somewhat of a legend. In the story, the Danes, Danish people, Vikings, uh, who had recently invaded Ireland, left the leprechauns in charge of all of the wealth that they had stolen um, during their conquest. Seems like poor decisions. Yes. Unbeknownst to them, the leprechauns were not as trustworthy as they first seemed, (laughs) and the leprechauns hid the plunder and gold in pots and pans before hiding it throughout the whole of Ireland. I love the idea of just, like, leprechauns (laughs) sticking it to the Vikings. (laughs) The legend still has it that when a rainbow appears, it ends where a leprechaun has buried their gold. I'm assuming this is also where we get, like, the, like, depiction of, like, a cauldron yeah, full of gold. because pots back yeah. then would be more cauldrony. y um, cute. Since this tale became popular, the notion that leprechauns possess hidden wealth has stuck in the minds of storytellers, and most of the legends that followed centered around stories of humans trying to catch and deceive a leprechaun in an attempt to steal their wealth. But leprechauns are not easily deceived. Um, Their gold is very well hidden, and although they will reveal the location of their treasure when questioned, if the person looks away from them for even a second, they can disappear into thin air and never be seen again. Uh, Some stories also tell tales of humans who have caught leprechauns and are granted three wishes, which, as you can imagine, doesn't always go as it uh, is intended. I'm assuming it's one of those, like, monkey's paw situations yeah like you wish for something but it has to be like super specific and yes yeah uh because they're they're funny little guys they're just little guys just goofy little guys <laughs> um okay so oh, i should have said my, my sources for the uh, leprechaun history lesson are history.com and your com. <sighs> Their folklore section. You're Irish. You're Irish as in you are Irish, or your you own Irish. Like your like you own Irish. Like it is your Irish. Interesting choice. Okay. It was a. Uh, I mean, I didn't want to get like super in the weeds for a mini on leprechauns, so I had to find sources that were a little out there. Plus, they don't exist, so like, there's not scholarly articles. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a couple, but I mean, I wouldn't read that for a mini either. So, so here's your, uh, leprechaun story, okay. uh, from, <sighs> I'm so excited to hear this story for the first time. Background. <laughs> I started telling a story. I thought it sucked. I found a different story and then I forgot to hit record. So <laughs> you guys, it's been such a night. You have no idea honor party all over again. Okay. (sighs) Our story starts during Lady Day, which is one of the most popular harvest festivals in Ireland. Yes, it's it's a real day. It's a real day. On this sunny, labor-free day, Tom Fitzpatrick was out for a walk when all of a sudden he heard a clanking noise coming from a nearby hedge. Tom thought this was very odd. Why would he be listening to stonecutters working at this time? Why doesn't Tom just mind his own fucking business? (laughs) Well... Having nothing better to do, Tom decided to investigate. And by that, we mean mean he, st- he stood on his tiptoes to peek over the bushes. A peeping Tom. At this point, the clanking noise ceased, but peeping Tom wasn't satisfied. So he peeped some more until he caught sight of a brown pitcher and a wee old man wearing a dusty cocked hat and a leather apron. I hate Tom so much. And I'm going to say this. This trivia again, Leather Apron was one of the original names of Jack the Ripper. Yes, and then I said, it's a mini Jack the Ripper and a Peeping Tom. And then you said, lots of crimes. (laughs) This is great. This is the best episode yet. Before Tom's eyes, the tiny fella pulled out a stool and stood upon it and dipped a little pail into his pitcher. Once he retrieved what he could from the pitcher, he placed it next to him and resumed putting a heel piece on a bit of a brogue. And then we had a bit here about brogues and how their shoes and how there was a reference to them in Kingsman, but neither of us could remember the line. And then Sarah said brogues before hose," And that's the name of this mini. <laughs> I should read to children. I'm literally laughing at how funny we are. Uh, Ugh. We crack me up. Well, here we go. Well, I'll be, Tom excitedly (laughs) muttered. I had always heard tales of the leprechaun, but I had never really believed them. And yet here is one right before my very eyes. If I play my cards right, I'll be a made man. They say you must never take your eyes off these tricky creatures or they'll escape. Creepy, Tom. And that is in the story. (laughs) Quietly moved closer to the leprechaun, keeping his stare fixed on the creature like a cat to his prey. Like Homer escaping from the hedges. (laughs) When he got close enough, he shouted, God bless your work, neighbor. (laughs) Now, how Tom forced himself through a hedge without breaking eye contact or making any noise (laughs) is beyond us either way the leprechaun was not startled by tom materializing through the hedge he raised his head and said thank you kindly <laughs> why is everyone southern? because the the dialogue calls for it uh what are you working on this holiday asked tom that's my own business not yours the little man replied meant no offense say what you've got in that picture right there i don't know what accent i was doing said tom Please stop trying <laughs> stop trying oh that the leprechaun replied with a grin it's good beer oh suddenly i'm interested beer exclaimed tom that's exactly how i imagine you would say beer i need to read i need to read this again beer exclaimed tom where did you get it where did i get it why i made it care to guess what it's made of hops wheat corn uh tom was no expert brewer but he supposed it had to be made from malt uh, that that too sure the little man happily contradicted him and told him it was heath which i assume is a kind of plant and not candy bars or some man upon hearing this tom burst out laughing he did not think possible who had ever hear, heard of beer made from heath that's a good point i do i have to google beer made from heath now uh, can you just Google Beer Heath plant, question mark? from Heath, question mark? That's, well, it's giving me a lot of uh, links to um, breweries. Heath, an area of open, uncultivated land. Is that the joke? It's made from nothing? No. God, we're going to get fucking emails about this. If you know what Heath is, don't tweet us. We don't want to hear from you. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Is it explained in the text of the story? <laughs> no. Uh, Heath is a kind of shrub. Oh, okay, that does not sound uh, terribly appetizing. It's, it's related to heather, like the. Moon. Oh, I remember this from an episode of How It's Made. Uh, heather is kind of like a. Uh, it's like a pretty kind of woody plant situation. Kind of like a lavender, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of let looks let like lavender a little bit. It's got the kind of like. Yeah, it's got, yeah, that's what Heath is. Anyway, um, Leprechaun was not bothered by Tom's outburst. He explained that he learned to make beer from the Danes. The Vikings again. Ah, ties into the stuff we learned before, just like I planned. (laughs) Definitely planned right from the start. Eventually, Tom asked to try the beer, but the little man rebuked him. The little man told him to just call him a Leprechaun man. How rude is that, though? Like, you hear someone, like, clinking away, and you, like, jump through a bush to interrupt him. (laughs) Ask him about his beer and then ask ask if he can give some of that beer to you. Just a stranger, yeah, too. The fuck Tom. Um, the little man told him he would be better off tending to his father's property than bothering quiet yeah. folk. Tell him. He continued by saying that Tom was wasting his time. His cows had broken into their oats. <gasps> Startled, Tom nearly turned around but caught himself. Oh. oh. oh very tricky worried that this was a trick to take his eyes off the leprechaun tom grabbed the little man jesus but in doing so he knocked over the pitcher no no longer interested in the beer tom began to shake down the leprechaun (laughs) you can't shake leprechauns that's bad for their brain they're not babies yeah but it's still not like good for them i'm sure it's still like shaking your brain around in your skull no one like that's not good for anybody Tom demanded to know where exactly the leprechaun was hiding his gold. It escalated quickly and he began throwing around oh my death God. threats. Jesus. Tom is the worst. The little man became frightened by the sudden hostility and he told Tom that the gold was buried a few fields over. I hope the story ends with Tom's death. <laughs> Tom made his way to the field as directed by the little man, still clenched in his hand. He never took his eyes off the leprechaun even as they crossed hedges, a ditch and a bog. Finally, they arrived at a field full of bullions. The gold? Gold bullions? No. B-O-L-I-A-U-N. Oh, it's like a bush. It ragweed. It's ragweed. Okay. So the answer to all our questions is, it's a bush. This is a weed. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the leprechaun pointed to a big bush and told Tom to dig under it and find a pot full of guineas, which is a type of yes. currency. That, that I do know. Thing. Unfortunately, it never occurred to Tom to bring a spade with him, and he figured he ought to fetch one. So he took off his red garter, still staring at the leprechaun, and tied it to the bush to remember where to dig. I assume garter is like a handkerchief yeah, or that's, something. That's right. But, uh, Man, this is an educational experience. <laughs> We're episode. learning so much. Uh, Tom, looked at, Tom looked at the leprechaun and told him to swear he wouldn't remove the garter the man immediately swore that he wouldn't but politely (laughs) asked if tom had any more need of him yes let's trust let's trust the tricky leprechaun that i just kidnapped (laughs) don't get me wrong i am on the side of the leprechaun here but uh probably shouldn't trust um no said tom you may go away now and godspeed to you may good luck attend you wherever you go well, goodbye to you, Tom Fitzpatrick said the leprechaun, and much good may it do when you get it. <laughs> that seems very sinister. I feel like that is uh not, you know, it's going to have a double meaning or something. Just wait. You're going to love this. Uh, with that, Tom ran home as he had never run before. Retrieving the spade, he bolted back to the field. Alas, upon returning, he saw that every single bush had a garter <laughs> attached to it. He kept his promise. Tom considered digging up the entire field, but it was over 40 acres. Tom went home empty-handed, and every day after, he cursed the leprechaun and marveled at the trickery. You got exactly what you deserved, Tom Fitzpatrick. The leprechaun had stayed true to his word. He hadn't touched Tom's garter at all. I love him. And that's the end of the story. That is much better than whatever the hell it was we were reading before. Let's, uh... Yeah. Let's release that as an outtake or something. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's just me trying to read dialogue written in the 1800s. <laughs> it, it was terrible, you guys. You'd hate it. Okay, well, this was a hot mess of an episode, but I'm glad you guys stuck through. And uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. May your Guinness be warm, I guess, is how they drink it. Foamy. there Ugh. God, I love Guinness. May your soda bread have... More currants than raisins. (laughs) Goodbye. I love you. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This is As Above So Below.